James 1 5 Nasp But if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all generously and without reproach, and it will be given to him. I don't know about you, but I ask for God's wisdom quite frequently. I am aware of some of my own limitations so I ask God to grant me wisdom in His ways and thoughts, within the confines of what He knows that I can comprehend. And of course, a lot of God's wisdom is located within God's Holy Word. There are still a lot of things that I do not understand but there are also a good number of things about God that I do understand. I am acutely aware that I have much yet to learn and if I was looking at percentages of what I think I do understand, I'd probably be in the neighborhood of working towards 1%. Keywords there are working towards. And yet, that small percentage is more than enough. This morning, as I was driving to work, I looked out over Bedford Basin, which is an inlet from the Atlantic Ocean, here in Halifax, Nova Scotia, Canada. It literally was like a sheet of glass this morning and I've been out at sea in the Atlantic Ocean, where the surface of the ocean was like a sheet of glass, as far as the eye can see. It's something to behold. Many years ago, God gave me a vision, while I was sitting on the side of my bed. I had never experienced one before that and have not experienced another since then. But it also was something to behold. And I should mention, no, I was not under the influence of any medication etc., at the time, and no, I did not and do not use drugs. It was like I was flying a couple of hundred feet over an orchard and all the trees in the orchard were well cared for and neatly in a row. The clarity was amazing and the colors were so blazingly vibrant that it is hard to explain. I'd say the vision lasted for about a minute. And then it was gone, and I remember saying to myself, what the heck was that? Yet every time I look out at the beauty of God's creation here on earth, like I did this morning, I am reminded that what I see is partial, or less than the reality of, what is, if that makes sense. One of the things that I do understand is that our faith in or trust in God is not based on our feelings. In other words, just because I may not sense or feel the presence of God, does not mean that He is not present. But, I have also learned that feelings can be real and they can validate a reality. I am reminded that Jesus got angry when He cleared the temple court of temple merchants and that He wept over Jerusalem and most importantly, how He sweated blood in the Garden of Gethsemane, prior to His crucifixion. So, although my faith is not reliant on my feelings or emotions, I can still appreciate them and know their worth. Sometimes we become aware of the truth of the reality of love in a deeper sense than we normally do, and we become overwhelmed at the gift that it is. When we lose a loved one, that reality hits home. I still do not understand how the sovereignty of God and our free will all actually works, although I suspect it has to do with God's foreknowledge, Romans 8 29, of what we will, will to do, and I know that our free will is pivotal in being born again. And if it is not God's will that any should perish, 2 Peter 3 9, there has to be a point where we decide to turn to Him, Hebrews 11:6. otherwise, if we do not have that choice, He would not hold us accountable, and God does, Matthew 25 31-32. I do understand that what I do think I know and what the truth, from God's perspective, actually is, may not necessarily be one and the same in some things, because now I see in part and I understand in part, but there will come a time when I shall know, as I am known. I look forward to that day. I do know that God is real and that He is holy. I also know that He loves us in a manner that we cannot comprehend and that His love is beautiful beyond all words. I, through God's grace, have been present in that love that He is, and I can testify, I never wanted to leave His presence, not for anything. I also know that sin, that which violates the very nature of God, is what separates us from God, and we really don't comprehend the depth to which it goes in us. I also know that because God's love for us, His creation, is so great, that He actually sent us His Son, to walk in our flesh, to reconcile us back to Himself. And Jesus was real, 
and the crucifixion was real and His resurrection was real and God's Holy Spirit within us is real. The bottom line is that God Himself has reconciled us through Himself, to Himself, through His Son and all we really need to do is turn to Him and trust in Jesus. But that trust is not just lip service, it is not just intellectual consent, it means learning of and walking with Jesus daily. There is no alternative option, that is in accordance with our terms. It does not work that way and if you think it does, from my understanding, you would be mistaken. When Jesus died on that cross and said it is finished, John 19:30, that was God, doing for us, what we and ourselves can never do, that is why Jesus is the only way to the Father, because God our Father has decreed this to be so, and Jesus actually did exactly what His Father asked Him to do, in all that Jesus said, in all that Jesus did, obedient, according to the expressed will of the Father, even unto His own death, that He willingly laid down and was given the power and authority to take back up again. John 10 17-18 asked. For this reason the Father loves me, because I lay down my life so that I may take it back. No one has taken it away from me, but I lay it down on my own. I have authority to lay it down, and I have authority to take it back. This commandment I received from my Father. Emphasis is mine. So yes, there is still much that I do not know, but I know enough, to know in whom I trust in, and His name is Jesus, the Son of God, of our Heavenly Father. Worthy is the Lamb. Blessings.